It may feel like the business that you built may even be successful, depending on, you know, whose definition we're looking at, just doesn't feel like it fits anymore. Maybe you're feeling like exhausted. The way you've been doing it is just burning you out and running you into the ground. And like, that is not helpful for anyone. You're listening to The Nicole Joy Show. I'm Nicole Joy, your host. I'm also the founder of the Evolutionary Business School membership. I'm the author of Just Start audiobook. I'm a 1-3 self-projective projector if you're into human design. I am the mother to three amazing little people. I'm a mentor, a guide, an energy healing practitioner, massive birth nerd, and I'm a big, big fan of 90s R&B. Oh, and Beyonce, always Beyonce. On this podcast, we'll talk all things entrepreneurship, motherhood, energy healing, spirituality, and so much more. Thank you for hanging with me as my story, our stories continue to unfold. Enjoy. Okay, we have a lot to cover and I have a lot that I wanna share with you today, but first some really important announcements. So I'm gonna walk you through a few things. Number one is I am bringing something back that I haven't done in over three years. And I am excitedly anxious and nervous and all the things in a good way. Um, I'm bringing back in-person events. So I haven't done an in-person event since January of 2020. The scheduled event is in Tampa, Florida, of course, Friday, May 5th. I booked the space. It's called Motherhood Decoded. And it's really a a sole desire of mine to create more containers to do some really deep honoring of motherhood and healing mother wounds and healing the line, healing your soul's lineage when it comes to the mother line. So this is going to be a very intimate experience. It's a mini retreat. So Friday, May 5th, we have a mini retreat. I booked the space a couple days ago, and my hands were like sweating when I went and created the Facebook event. As of right now, you not just anybody can pop in and buy a ticket. I want to protect the space because it's going to be very intimate. So if it's something that you're interested in attending, reach out to me via DMs, Facebook Messenger, send me an email, Nicole at NicoleJoy.com. Let's talk privately. As we know, there are some interesting individuals on the interwebs, and I really want to protect the space that we're going to be in. I want it to feel like a very safe space. So this is not to exclude, but this is just to, you know, protect the space. So if it's something you're interested in, reach out to me. The early access tickets, so the first handful of people who come in will be able to get a ticket at $111. After the first number of tickets are sold, the price will increase, and I will be announcing additional people who are coming in, other services that will be complimentary to what we'll be doing. So Motherhood Decoded is really a deep discussion that I'll be facilitating about motherhood and about how our experiences as a mother are evolving. And then we'll be doing a guided healing meditation. Don't want to spill the beans too much, but it is magical and it is healing where it will heal the lineage and it will heal mother wounding, which all of us have. Okay, so that's the in-person event, Friday, May 5th reach out to me if you need details and I'll share the Facebook event link in the show notes so that you can check it out and keep, stay tuned in the event of what else is coming and what is announced as we get closer to the date. Okay, the second announcement I have is you can win one of five tickets to my new content program. So I'm teaching a new program in April in my business school membership, the Evolutionary Business School. They are going to have access to this new content program. It's a four-part live content course. 
and you can win one of five tickets to come. The way to enter to win is you have to fill out a survey. It's only like a handful of questions. I want to say really what it's about is I want to get a pulse, feel the pulse, get a gauge on where you're at with content. What are your desires? Like what are the things you're struggling with? What are the things that feel sticky and that you would really like my support with? Whether or not you decide to come to the course, it's really helpful for me to really hear your feedback. So that's how you can enter to win. You have until March 31st. On March 31st, I'm going to be announcing the winner. So I guess technically March 30th. Basically, when you listen to this, click the link in the show notes, fill out the survey real quick, and you'll be entered to win. And then I'll announce the winners March 31st, and we get started the first week of April. Okay. Third announcement, the new content program coming the first week of April to the Evolutionary Business School. If you have any questions, head over to the links in the show notes, check it out, stay tuned. The official opening announcements will be forthcoming. All right. And then my fourth announcement is I have been trying this new form of private mentorship for March. Um, I haven't talked about it on the podcast, but I have shared about it on social media. I'm calling it private light mentorship, and it's really been incredible. So I want to share with you a little bit about what that looks like and invite you to apply. I've opened up a couple of spots for April. So for March, I opened up three spots, private light mentorship. So what that looks like is we have Zoom sessions during the month. So it's like one month, you have two 30-minute Zoom sessions. It's just me and you. And then you have four individual boxer days. Ideally, these would be like once a week, but we can be flexible and find dates that work well for you and me. And then we can communicate. And this is ideal for people who don't necessarily need to talk to me every single day. But if you have that once a week that you know you have the opportunity to talk to me. You can go integrate, do the things and practice the things that we talked about on our 30-minute session. And then you have you know up to a week to put the things into practice and to come to me in Boxer with questions or to follow up. And note that this is not only related to business. So my experience so far in March is that one of the gals, it's actually a couple of former clients. Yeah, they're all three former clients. So shout out to my repeat clients. I love you. You're welcome back because if you've worked with me in the past, the way I work now is evolved. It's different. And what I've realized is that two out of the three, we're doing businessy things, right? We're doing strategy. We're talking about email sequences. We're talking about pricing and structure and programs and all of that. And they're really leaning on me for strategy. The third, we aren't really doing anything business yet. That's the plan. But there's some other areas that we're tending to first. And then we'll get to that. There's also a heavy dose of energy healing that's happening in the private light mentorship. So again, applications are open. You can click the link in the show notes to apply, and then I'll reach out to you. The last time I checked, there were two spots remaining for April. So it is limited availability while I test this out. All right. Now let's get into the episode for the week. So I want to talk about this concept that has come up for me and for a lot of my community of this feeling like there's a disconnect. There's something that feels not quite like it's clicking in your business. And I've started to play with this phrase that it feels like a dark night of the entrepreneurial soul. If you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Here's a couple of ways that you might notice things that you may notice that you're feeling or experiencing that might indicate that you're having this kind of dark night of the entrepreneur's soul. So these are the moments when you kind of wake up and you realize that something about your business or something about the way that you've been doing business, there's just something when it comes to your relationship with your business feels like it's just not working the way that you want to be doing things and you just can't do it anymore like that. Something has to change. And yet there's this like feeling of 
concern about changing. So a couple of more specific examples. Number one, you might still like really, really love and feel super passionate about the actual work, about the actual industry, about the mission behind who you're here to help. And the, yeah, the mission of the collective, the industry, the people that your industry really helps, you might really still feel in love with that. And yet you might not love the way that you're doing it anymore. Your specific contribution, like you don't want to do it that way anymore. Number two, it may feel like the business that you built that may even be successful depending on, you know, whose definition we're looking at just doesn't feel like it fits anymore. Maybe you're feeling like exhausted. The way you've been doing it is just burning you out and running you into the ground. And like, that is not helpful for anyone. Number three, perhaps you feel like the boxes you've put yourself in, like the niching or the name of your business or the focus or the group of people that you've been helping or the specific work that you're doing just feels like they don't fit anymore. Or it feels kind of suffocating. Like, I actually feel like I could be helping more than this thing that I've been doing or this thing that I've been presenting to the interwebs. But I feel like there's more, but I'm worried about blank. We'll get to that. Number four, maybe you worry about changing because you're worried about being seen as like finicky or you're worried about people saying like, oh, she's always changing something or she doesn't know what she's doing or here she goes changing something again or uh, she must have failed at that thing because she's doing something different. And so you feel this like this fear of making a change publicly of like, what are people going to think? Number five, you might feel like a lot of what you like, maybe you really love the work you've been doing. Maybe you love the way that you're doing it, like your packages, your offers. You really like all of those things, but maybe the sticky point is the way you've learned and been taught how to run a business, like the marketing, the selling, the getting clients, all of those things just feel gross and they don't feel like they fit anymore, but you're like, well, now what do I do? Number six, you might feel like you're still holding back parts of the real you, kind of like you are diluting yourself and you're writing posts in like plain vanilla speak, you know, just to kind of be safe and to fit in and blend in when like secretly and deep inside your soul is like screaming that it wants to be itself and stand out and speak its truth. But again, there's that fear piece because perhaps you're afraid of like what that might mean what might happen after you speak your truth. And we'll get to that in a second. And then the final one is you might feel like you have so much real life going on. Like, so it requires so much of your energy to be raising children, to be doing this dance in the home of like holding all these different energies and holding the family unit energy. And it takes so much of your beautiful energy that sometimes you might feel like, can I actually do this? Can I actually take on more? Can I take on clients? Can I support more people and do more things in business? Because sometimes when I look around this life outside of my business takes so much of me, I just don't know if I have the capacity. I don't know if I have the bandwidth. Maybe I need to wait. Maybe I need to put it off. Maybe this isn't the time. Maybe I need to focus on all of these things at home and get to my passion at some point and I'll postpone it and I'll delay it. So my take on why this sometimes happens, my take on why sometimes we get to this point where any one of those things or more that I've mentioned make you feel like you're having a dark night of the entrepreneurial soul. There's lots of reasons, I think, why this could be happening. A couple of them are evolving. It's normal to evolve. And as you evolve, it's normal for your work as one of your soul's expressions to evolve too. You know, your work is just one of the ways your soul is expressing itself in this lifetime. It's one of the vehicles and it is allowed to evolve. We've talked about this on the podcast 
a ton, right? But that's just one of the reasons. Also, I've noticed for myself and with my clients, the more personal development work that you do, the more healing work that you do, the less it feels like you're able to push yourself, the less it feels like you're able to force yourself to do things the way that you used to do because you just are more sensitive, right? And it's like, it is not quite possible to push myself to do things like that anymore. Another reason is you are a whole entire multifaceted human being. And I don't think that we're supposed to do things the way that we've been taught. I don't think that 8.30 to 5.30, Monday through Friday is an ideal schedule for most people, particularly women, particularly mothers of young children, particularly projectors or anybody who doesn't comfortably fit that, right? It's not for everyone, but somehow we've reached a point in society where like, that's what's the accepted way that we're supposed to be working. And it, for many of us, doesn't work without severe consequences to our mental health, to our physical health, to our emotional health. And another reason is like I started to mention earlier is you might be worried that if you start to speak up, if you start to do things differently, if you start to share the whole version of your truth and not the diluted plain vanilla, you may be worried about what like the internet trolls are going to say, what are the people who are keyboard warriors that are hiding behind a keyboard and leaving nasty comments and being hateful and saying things and fighting you on your stance or even canceled it's cancel culture. You may be worried about like the backlash of actually being yourself and speaking your whole truth. So it might feel safer to share the diluted version. Here's the thing about that. Like cancel culture is being canceled. I mean, it's pretty quickly on its way out. I feel like it's pretty quickly becoming a thing of 2020 and before. I don't think where we're going, cancel culture has space. I don't believe that it has a spot in the new era way of doing business. Okay. So having said all of that, if some of this is resonating, if any of this is landing with you, um, if you're like, okay, yes, that feels like it lands. Now, what do I do? Where do I go? If I feel like I'm experiencing this dark night of the entrepreneurial soul, or I'm just looking at all this stuff like, yeah, that just doesn't feel right. But how do I fix this? You know, what do I do to make changes in my life? And I think it'd be helpful to start with what we're not going to do, right? Like what are things that are not helpful to do when you've reached this point? For one, we're not going to blame ourselves. We're not going to blame ourselves and assume and think that we're doing something wrong for wanting to evolve or wanting to change or change the name of our business, change our Instagram handle, um, change your package, change your pricing, do offer a different type of service altogether. There's nothing wrong with that. So we're not going to make ourselves wrong for that. Two, we're not going to call ourselves a failure because we decided to switch gears. Maybe you started out wanting to teach yoga and yoga was your passion and you were really into yoga. And then you realized that there was something else that you wanted to do, or there was a different way that you wanted to help the yoga community, right? Like maybe there's another superpower that you have that would really benefit the overall community, but might not mean that you're actually the one teaching the yoga classes. This is not failure. We are not going to call ourselves failures or refer to the things that we've done in a bad way, like in terms of pivoting and shifting, making a change because something isn't quite working well for us is a very brave thing to do. And not everybody is capable of doing that. Another thing that I don't think is really helpful for us at this point is pointing a finger at others, pointing a finger at whoever influenced us or advised us to build our businesses the way that we did. Whoever advised us to put together pieces of a business and build a foundation that actually doesn't fit us. Because here's the thing, like they're not in our bodies. They're doing the best with what they've got. Mariah Carey reference. I'm gonna do the best with what I've got. Like they were doing the best with what they got 
right? And so they're not in our body. They don't know what's best for us. Only we know what's best for us. And sometimes it takes learning what's actually not best for us to realize, oh, that's actually not best for me. I got to do it a different way so that it better serves me. And sometimes the only way to know that is to do it. So we don't have to point fingers and blame others. And perhaps they're on a different floor of the building, you know, and this isn't like a hierarchical better or worse kind of thing. There was an example that I read in a book and I can't remember whose book it was. I apologize for that. I hate doing that. I really like to refer people to the source, but I remember reading about and learning about different levels that we choose to live in effectively. And it's not that there's a better level than another. It's just that we're on different levels. And the example that they gave that I thought was really helpful to anchor this uh, concept in is, is imagine it's like a hotel building or apartment or condo building with a lot of floors, you know? And so some people might be on level three. That's just where they're at. And you might choose to be on level 18 or level seven or wherever you are. It's not that it's necessarily better or worse than any other level. It's just the level that they're choosing to live and build businesses in. That's the, an era, an old paradigm, I believe. This is you know me and I've seen others talking about it, that that's just an old paradigm floor in the building. It's not bad. It's just where some people are choosing to be. And that's okay. You get to choose a different way of being in business. You get to choose a different floor of the building. Now, I mean, I know there's the argument of like, oh, higher floor means better view. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying if you're inside the unit and the units are identical in a way, there really isn't better or worse, just different levels. Okay. I think we've really hit the nail on the head with that one. The last thing that I want to mention that I actually don't think is very helpful in this kind of situation is to shame ourselves or to feel bad or to feel guilty for investing time, money, some of our really important resources on things that we might feel like were a waste, right? Up till this point. So for example, in our example from the yoga instructor, let's say you took a 200 hour, I believe that's the yoga instructor thing. If you took a 200 hour yoga training, and then later you decided that like, you don't actually want to teach the yoga classes. Maybe you want to help other yoga instructors um, heal their lineage through energy healing, or perhaps you want to help other yoga instructors with branding and design components for their website, or you want to help them. Maybe you're really into taxes and you want to specialize in tax preparation and bookkeeping for yoga instructors, right? Like maybe you have shifted in that way, right? But it doesn't mean that you wasted any of your resources because I firmly believe that even though you might not see it right now, Every decision you've made, every certification you took, every dollar you spent in your business, every minute that you invested in some type of training, even if you're not actively using that thing right now, was an important piece, an important step on the journey. It was an important part of your journey to get you to where you are today. And it might not all make sense yet, but at some point in the future, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, oh, that's why I needed that thing. I'll give you an example from my real life, right? Like I've talked a lot about my fashion blog fashion blog was a total flop. I like clothes. I like shopping for clothes, but it really took the fun out of it when I felt like I had to buy clothes and I had to always be putting outfits together. And even worse, like I had to take a bunch of pictures just to show clothes. Like I didn't, it took the fun out of it. There was too much pressure and I didn't enjoy that. However, the money that I invested in learning how to build a fashion blog wasn't a waste. I could have blamed and shamed myself like, oh my gosh, I wasted this many dollars on the branding and on the graphics. And I spent all that time wasted on taking photos and dollars, whatever. But really, when I reach a point later down the road, which I have, I can look back and realize that I learned how to make a website 
because of the fashion blog. I learned how to write a blog post. I learned how to write an Instagram post, a Facebook post. I learned how to start to do the little tech pieces behind the scenes of the business. I learned how to like very basic level photo editing, like brightening and stuff to post to social media. Like there were very important skills that I learned that were key to my journey to later becoming, you know, who I am now. So that's just one example. Um, The other one is like doula training. You know, I could easily shame and guilt myself. Like, oh, I wasted a few days at a doula training and however many hundreds of dollars. And I did, you know, because ultimately, I'm not at births, but it had a purpose. It brought me closer to my soul people. And also I needed to learn my person, my soul needed to learn those skills because I think I knew that I was preparing for a natural birth, really wanted to birth at home. And I wanted to know everything, everything. I'm a one line in human design. Hello. Like I needed the information. And this was the first time I was preparing for a natural birth with no pain management medication. And so I went all in. I needed that even though I'm not at births, right? But it took a while for me to realize that because at first I was like, wait, I'm not going to be at births. I took doula training. I got business cards printed that say birth doula. Don't I have to do this? No. And now the further along the journey I get, I can look back and realize why I needed those steps. Okay. Now that we've covered a few things that we're not going to do, I think it's really important to talk about like, so what do we do? You know, what are a few things that we can do to get ourselves through this and to make some of these shifts? One thing is over the last few minutes of this episode, we've brought a lot of stuff up to the surface, right? We've addressed a lot of different areas where we may have picked up some things that don't belong to us. Our business may have picked up some things and some energy and some stories and some beliefs and some programming that we actually don't need for our business. So the first thing, in my opinion, is like ding, 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 round 327 or whatever of deconditioning. This is an ongoing thing. You, My guess is if you're listening to my podcast, you're probably pretty familiar with deconditioning and unlearning in other areas of life. Unschooling, unlearning, deconditioning, all of that, right? Decoding. And this is another area. Your business is part of that. It's part of your life. You have a very close relationship with your business, right? And so now it's time to decondition and peel off the layers of your business that don't fit where you're going. The more we do this, the more on the correct path for you that you get. So something that can be really helpful in addition to like restructuring a package or changing your name on social media, like your business name or whatever that looks like, like practical steps, inspired action steps, the things that you tune into your soul and really listen and move with your own GPS. Those pieces, yes. But then also there's the energetic cleanup. We've brought things to the surface, but it can be really helpful. I've done this a lot in the last little over a year and it's healthy for your business to do from time to time. So this is going to get a little bit more for this part and you can totally leave it if it doesn't feel right for you. Anything I suggest, if it, if you run it through your system and your filter and it doesn't feel good, it will not hurt my feelings. You can leave it at the door, take what feels good. You know how I am. So the energetic cleanup looks like clearing the energies out of your business of any outside influences that may have lingered and stuck around and are like attached to your business. You can do this yourself in any number of ways, right? If you do any kind of cleansing and saging, like those are really helpful or or some people prefer Palo Santo, whatever that looks like for you, you can do it in meditation and intentionally bring up your business container and meditation and imagine yourself cleaning it out. There's literally no wrong way to do this. 
or you can hire someone who specializes in stuff like this. I have somebody who I've been working with for quite a long time. I want to say a couple of years now. Her name is Shelby Melissa. I'm happy to link her or share her information if you'd like it. Shelby does energy work and cleanup work regularly in my business for me so that we remove the energy of anybody who may have been attached to it, right? So now where you're at is you've done some of this clearing and you're kind of back at the drawing board. You reach a point where you get to start again. You get to create something new again, only this time with a little more experience under your belt. This time you may not be brand, brand new to all of this. You've learned a couple things. You've learned what you don't want to do, how you don't want to do it. You've also learned what felt great and what you really enjoyed. And you're starting to pick up bits and pieces here and there. Actually, that route feels pretty good, right? Maybe some of what I share feels really good. So as you move forward, my advice is to tune into your own GPS is to listen, like we had a heart-centered episode a couple episodes back, go back and revisit that episode on leading with your heart and what that feels like. And if you are looking for support and guidance along that part of the journey, that's what my evolutionary business school is all about. I renamed it, as you know, because what we were doing inside of the evolutionary business school was no longer just about building an online business. Like, yes, that's fantastic. I love having an online business. It creates so much freedom and yeah, so much freedom in my life. But I realized we were doing a lot more. I realized time and time again, members were coming to the group coaching calls and posting in the group and asking questions that kept having these same recurring themes that they were reaching this point where like they wanted to do something different or it felt like these other ways weren't working the ways they've been taught. But then like, what do they do? What do they actually do? And so the way that um, what's been happening inside of the container is that we are tuning into our unique voice. That was what Standout Online and Grow Your Online Presence, the course that I did in February and March that we just wrapped up. That's what it was all about, was really clearing your own stuff so that you can be you when you're speaking and stand out by being yourself. So that is in the portal, right? There's a portal of course replays that are available for you whenever you want to pop in, whenever it feels like the correct timing for you, trust yourself on this. And I'm very much structuring the evolution business school to walk the walk, talk the talk, to give you an example of what it can look like to do business in a new era on a different floor of the elevator. It doesn't have to be the way that we've learned it. We get to truly customize our experience to fit us. And that's what we're doing inside of the container. I have courses that you can come, you can come live, you can watch replays. There's a portal. We have guided healing meditations regularly. We have twice monthly live group coaching sessions. And it's become a space where we are going through significant evolution through the lens of business. We do talk practical. We do talk strategy and we also talk energy work. We also do the deep energy healing work. We are rewriting the rules of how we do business. You get to rewrite the rules to fit you, to fit your lifestyle, to suit your life so that you can keep doing your work and keep allowing it to evolve so that you are happy and you're finding like ridiculous amounts of joy when you're doing your work in the world. That's why we're here. So we're rewriting the rules inside of the Evolutionary Business School container and you get to do that. Each one of us is doing it for ourselves in our own way. And I believe it's true. Like I struggle with the word balance, but I do believe that it's true that you get to have a lot of life happening at home and you get 
to pour your energy into your home and your family unit and into yourself and care for yourself and have this really incredible relationship with yourself and with your family. And you get to build a business that you like dream about. You get to do that. And that's part of being in this container is I'm doing that right now. And because I'm doing it, I'm holding the vision for you and I'm guiding you through how to make your version of that, whatever that looks like. So enrollment is open, ongoing. You can pop in whenever it feels correct for you. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. You are invited and I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found value in what I'm sharing here. And if you did, can you do me a little favor and go and rate and review this episode? I will share a link in the show notes so that it's really easy to rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me as this is truly a passion project. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next week.